It is more of the best of the Cooking in the Dark show. Welcome to Cooking in the Dark. The kitchen. I will go to the kitchen. And although some recipes I cannot read, still I'm sure I can't do everything I need. This show, Cooking in the Dark, it is the key. He's a mighty talkative Texan. You know Cheryl, she tells him so. I know Dale Campbell would like to welcome you to this hair show. Cooking in the Dark is a presentation of Blind Mice Mega Mall at www.blindmicemegamall.com. Holy smoly, guacamole! Welcome to Cooking in the Dark. This is Cheryl Cummings, and I'm going to introduce to you the man who proves to us every week that you don't need sight to cook dinner tonight, Dale Campbell. All right, y'all. Here we are washing out some jalapenos real fast, Cheryl. Uh For our recipe today, got to be (laughs) good. Actually, what we're making today, I tried at a Mexican food restaurant one evening, so there we go. We'll uh, put all that together for you. Now, if you want to catch a good show, go to our uh, podcast, y'all. Our podcast page is at cookinginthedark.lipson.com, and that's Cooking in the Dark, no spaces. Lipson is short for Library Syndicate, that's L-I-B-S-Y-N, so cookinginthedark.libsyn.com. If you have a podcatcher. Just add slash RSS to the end of that link and uh, put it in your podcatcher. And every time we upload a new show, which I apologize for, we've been a little sporadic with that. But we're mixing in some of the old reruns. Man, we've got some good old shows back there. Good old shows. Hey, Cheryl. Yes, sir. Shall we tell them what we're going to make? I think, uh, are you about to tell a joke? I never tell a joke. Well, we know, but you might be able to tell a story. We have to call it something. There was this man from Nantucket. (laughs) (laughs) Save that one for the conference, huh? They're kids. Save that one. Save that one. They're kids listening. Let's not go there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. We're making a strawberry jalapeno jelly jam. Ooh, it's going to be delicious. You're going to need some cannon jars, you know? I tried this uh, at, at that, you know, a friend of mine made this, but she wouldn't give me up the recipe. She's like, hey, come on. No, no, she wouldn't. So I was all right. So I went online and found it myself, and then I got to talking to her. She goes, yeah, I made it that way, and then I've done this, and I've done that. So she finally gave me a few little hints and pointers on it. So we'll get into those on the other side. But we are going to make some straw, because, man, strawberries down here in Texas, y'all, are everywhere. I just paid, like, about a big old three-pound vat of them for, like, three bucks. Oh, yeah. No, they were talking about this on the news, that there's, like, a huge glut of strawberries. So man, anybody who loves strawberries, this is your year. Strawberry bread, strawberry jam, strawberry, strawberry, strawberry. I like it. I like it. All right. I hope everybody tried some of those recipes we did last week, especially that crazy angel food cake recipe. Man, you know, say thanks to Lois Powers for that. She hooked us up. She hooked us up. (laughs) All right. We'll be right back on Cooking in the Dark, y'all. Jalapeno strawberry jam or strawberry jalapeno jam, depending on how you want to talk about it.
you want Cooking in the Dark downloaded to your podcatcher, here's our address, http colon slash slash www.cookinginthedark.lipson.com slash rss. That's Cooking in the Dark, no spaces, all squished together, dot Lipson, L-I-B-S-Y-N dot com slash R-S-S. And Cooking in the Dark will be delivered directly to your computer. Now with more of the show, here's Cheryl Cummings and Dale Campbell. Welcome back to more of Cooking in the Dark, our strawberry jalapeno jelly jam making yeah. It's a jamboree, man. Yeah, it's on. Mm. Like I said, I tried this stuff at a, at a Mexican restaurant, you know, that friend of mine tried, and man, it was really good. But it didn't have a lot of heat. It had mm. that great jalapeno flavor, you know, but not a lot of heat. Now, one thing we've got to do, I've got fresh strawberries here. Um, the You can use frozen strawberries or fresh, so this recipe is really good to be made any time. Let me try something here, Cheryl. This might work. These strawberries are nice and firm. Oh, my goodness. Look at that. Right through the old onion dicer. Wow, very just nice. Just laying the strawberries on there. Right. Not cutting them up. Just kind of laying them on the grid, right. pushing down. And just like that, it's kind of dicing them all up for me. Nice. While I'm doing this, Cheryl, why don't you go ahead and read the recipe real fast. Then I'll talk about where we're at and how what's going on here. Alrighty, I'd love to do that. This is a really exciting recipe. I like this, this dish. Very simple. So here we go. Four cups crushed strawberries. And as Dale said, that you could either use fresh strawberries or frozen strawberries. One cup minced jalapeno peppers. One-fourth cup of lemon juice, half an ounce of packaged fruit pectin, powdered pectin. We'll talk about what that yeah, is which if you don't. Powdered pectin is basically a uh, preservative. And, in fact, I don't believe what I found and what I had wasn't even, it wasn't pectin, but it was the same stuff, just a different name. It's just a fruit preservative, y'all. So what did you get? I don't even remember the name of it. Okay. But it was sold right there on the aisle. with. They had some canning products there mm-hmm. um it was it was kind of sold i guess on the baking and cooking aisle if you will in our grocery store okay. but of course that doesn't mean anything because you know sometimes the bar soaps are on the dog food aisle so you know <laughs> everybody to their own here <laughs> okay now and um wait, wait, my wait. friend okay go ahead wait. uh seven cups of white sugar and then eight half pint can canning jars yeah eight and a half a pint y'all is eight ounces these are kind of the little baby dudes. Right. So you need eight of those for this recipe. So that's so, it. So let me tell you where we're at right now. I've already boiled a pot of water. And in that pot, I put a colander. And inside the colander, I put the eight jars and the eight lids. And I let them boil for about 10 minutes to sterilize them. They're sitting off to the side cooling, so they're ready to go. Um, if you don't have a colander, you need some tongs, or they actually have a canning kit that you can buy that you can um, reach in and grab the jars and stuff out. If you have some tongs, those work great too. Just remember to sterilize those as well before you, you know, slip in and grab the jars. If you want to keep the jars sterilized on the inside because you don't want to go to all this trouble making this stuff and then have a bunch of fungus among us show up, you know, 
You don't yeah. want your strawberry jam with jalapenos to look more like jalapeno than strawberry. You know, all of a sudden, the, <laughs> it's like, Ooh, what color is that? It's psychedelic, man. <laughs> It's All right. clean and a little too fuzzy. Oh. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, no fuzz, please. No fuzz. <laughs> and that's why it's going to be important, too, when we get to where we fill. Now, one thing I did, I've got a little ladle. Mm -hmm. So I took a ladle, and I filled it up with water, and it takes basically about three ladles to fill up a jar. Oh, so you tested okay? that. Okay, so I kind of just tested that mm -hmm. beforehand so I would know. So I've got to tell you. This is the easiest I've ever chopped up. Oh, strawberries. <laughs> chop, chop, chop. Now with the strawberries, mm -hmm. what I do here, I pull them out. Ooh, that's a big dude. That may not even make it. I may have to eat this. You may have to cons eat that one, yeah. And um, I'm just taking a little paring knife, and I'm just basically sticking it in right along the hole, right around the little where the stem and the little flower part is on top of the of the strawberry. Mm -hmm. And then with the, the paring knife, I kind of just dig in, just kind of go down, oh, just a little bit, you know, not very deep into the strawberry. And some of them you can kind of make a little cut around if you want, but a lot of times, as long as you get in and get on the other side, let me get another one here. So I'm just kind of moving the, the top, the, the bonnet, if you will, you know, the little hairy, the little green flurry part around the stem. Right. I'm sticking the knife in kind of beside the stem and I'm just kind of lifting up and my goal is is to pull out the stem along with and if you pull the stem out the little green little decorative doily <laughs> on top will come out. Now because strawberries vary in size I can't tell you about how many it's going to take to make a four ounce or four cups of crushed there's another strawberry we just did with the same technique. Just slide it in, and you can kind of feel the stem, mm -hmm. and try to catch the stem between the, your thumb and the blade of the knife, and pop it out. And it'll pull right out. It comes out really easily. Now, if you're having a little difficulty doing that, here's another technique. Take your strawberry. Again, move that little furry collar, or whatever you want to call it, out of the way, and then just slice straight down through the strawberry. What you'll end up doing is you'll end up exposing that stem. So again, the same thing. Just use your knife, pinch it between your knife and, cut off that. Yeah. and your thumb, and just lift it out. Mm -hmm. And then that's all there is to it. Twala, da da da. Okay. Let me see how we're doing here on strawberries. Get these. I'm just kind of scooping these out in the measuring cup. Ooh, mm -hmm. there's another cup. And let me do one more here. Now, these have a set time, so you want to let them set up afterwards to let the flavors all meld together, you know? Okay, we're at about three and a half cups. Let me do a couple more strawberries here. And again, on this, this vegetable dicer, y'all, that's the onion and veggie dicer. Wow, this is uh, really great. That is so nice. I never would have thought of that, but that makes so much sense. If the strawberries are firm. Yeah, now if, if we keep saying if they're firm. Now, like soft fruits, uh, vegetables, um, for example, a tomato, um, a, an older apple, you know, a banana, mm -hmm. things like that that are soft, they won't dice up too well in here. Yeah. They'll get kind of plugged up, if you will. And at that so, stage, you might as well have just mashed them up yourself. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, and I've got a food processor, too. Right. So that'll work. If you don't, a blender works. What I'm doing is I'm just trying to 
get them crushed down and get them diced down here so I can get a pretty fair measurement of what we've got. Mm -hmm. um, again, it calls for four cups. I mean, if you go over a little bit, ah, ain't going to be that big a deal. Wait till we get to the jalapenos. <laughs> oh, no. It calls for one cup, which that's going to be about... These jalapenos here, it takes about three cups to make half a cup diced. Wow. So um, just buy enough jalapenos accordingly. And again, I'll show you how to make this just have a jalapeno taste. Mm -hmm. And I'll also show you how you can turn it up a little bit and put a little extra flavor into it. Because we all need a little flavor in our lives, especially if it's jalapeno flavor. Yeah. Yeah. I saw here they said you could either use these jalapeno peppers or you could go... Is spicier and use habaneros? Habaneros are spicier, much yeah. spicier. And don't use three cups of habaneros, ma'am. Or, I mean, a, a cup. A, a cup, yeah. No. And actually, what Darla told me when she made this, she used a cup originally. Mm -hmm. And that's what I tasted was um, a cup of jalapenos. And she scraped the membranes. So it wasn't, it just had a great, a great, a great strawberry, sweet strawberry flavor at first. Mm -hmm. And then after that came the. Um, the awesome flavor of the jalapeno, but without any spice. Now, she also had another one she made with habanero. She added a habanero to the recipe just to turn it up a little bit. Right. And uh, that worked out really nicely, too. Oh, you mean so she blended both the jalapeno and the habanero? And, like, part of just a half, just a little bit of the habanero. Oh, and that's what okay. she's been doing with this is, I mean, she went to the fruit market, and they had, a like, a, a, a four, golly, how many... I forget, like two big boxes of strawberries that they were clearing out for mm. like two bucks. Mm -hmm. So she got like $20 worth of strawberries for two bucks. So it needs to say, man, she's just been, you know, working it. Just playing it, playing it, playing it. <laughs> okay, so now I've already added one half cup of jalapenos. Okay. Let me um, get a couple more jalapenos out here. Yeah, so you just need one cup of minced jalapenos. Yeah, and this, again, it takes about, these jalapenos, it's going to take about three of them mm -hmm. to equal that size. Now, because I want a little fuego with this, and fuego is fire. Fire! It's one of my favorite songs, man. <laughs> you know, it's Bruce Springsteen, but it's actually, it's um, Robin Williams doing Bruce Springsteen. Oh, you're kidding. As Elmer Fudd. <laughs> yeah, it's good. Uh, Widening my car. <laughs> Turn on the radio. <laughs> you say you don't like it, but you don't say no. But maybe when we kiss, oh, fire. <laughs> that is mighty scary. <laughs> Yeah, wait till October when you hear me sing it. It's much better when you've had a couple drinks. Oh, I'm sure at that point I won't care, but right now it's a little scary. <laughs> In fact, we'll have to get old Jan Brown and them folks to play that song for us, and we can sing it. Okay, this first jalapeno, y'all, um, I've cut the top off, pulled the seeds out, and I just real lightly scraped the membrane. I didn't do too much membrane scraping on this one. This one I'm going to do a little more. So what we want to do, let me tell you what we were doing. While I was singing, singing in the kitchen, I've split these jalapenos from top to bottom, end to end, long ways, okay? Okay, yeah. Now, under the sink, and again, if you have sensitive skin, do this, put some gloves on, 
put some little rubber gloves on when you do this. Otherwise, and be careful what you touch after you do this because you might hurt yourself. Yeah. Um, I'm taking a spoon and just starting at the top of the jalapeno. Mm -hmm. I'm just scraping down inside it. Now, again, these are split in half. So on this one, this side has got the seeds in it. So I'm using the spoon just to slide down inside the jalapeno and basically take the seeds out. Once I've got that seed out of the way, I'm going to go ahead and just scrape out the membrane. Now, the membrane and the seeds in a jalapeno are what are hot. It's getting y'all too, huh? I'm it telling is, you, these things are is. spiced up. I think eyes are beginning to water just a little. <laughs> and you can really smell that one that I just diced up that I didn't really clean out. Wow. So, here we go. Let's set that there. And we're just going to push these on down and... Look at that. One simple chop. One simple chop. I really love that... Uh... The dicer, vegetable slicer, dicer thing. It's so much fun to use. Well, and it's easy and it's quick. Yeah, yeah. You know, I mean, if... if uh, now, that's one reason I like that, um, that adjust-to-slice mandolin, too. Mm-hmm. You know, because... That wasn't enough jalapenos, y'all. I'm going to make... I'm going to do one more here. This is a big boy, so... You're going to put in one more? Yeah, we're not up to the cup yet. And I notice you're running it underwater, right? It's you're like yeah. over the yeah, sink. Yeah, it just helps to helps to under the sink like that. I think it it helps to get the water going to mm -hmm. me to help clean it out. Mm -hmm. Okay. Yeah, Darla used when Darla did it, she used one cup of jalapenos. So um, the next batch she did, she used a, a cup and a half, and she said it came out pretty good. So that's kind of where we're at here. I'm a little bit over a cup. All right, let me go ahead and. Uh, We've got these in the, um, what's this here thing called? It's a, called a food processor. Now, if you don't have a food processor, you can use a blender. Yeah. And you just want to pulse them. <laughs> you don't want it too chewed up, but you want it partly chewed up. Does that make sense? So this is good. What this feels like now is almost like a strawberry salsa. Ah, okay. Okay. Mm, and I bet that would be good, too. All right, let me rinse that dude off set him there. All right, why don't we take a little break? We'll be right back on the other side and we'll continue with step two. Now that we've got it all prepared, we just need to add a little sugar, add a little lemon juice, and then put everything on some heat. Yep. We'll be right back in the dark. Cooking in the Dark shows are archived at www.cookinginthedark.lipson.com. That's www.cookinginthedark.lipson.com. Now here's more of the show with Dale Campbell and Cheryl Cummings. All right, y'all. We are back. We've got our, uh, let me catch up to where we did while y'all were away. Get this little quarter cup spoon out here. We had um, taken our fruit and our jalapeno, our strawberry and our jalapeno. I've got it in a four-quart saucepan over high heat. I'm adding the quarter cup of lemon juice. I'm going to add the pectin, or I guess in our case, our imitation pectin that will remain nameless. <laughs> <laughs> it's just a fruit preservative, y'all. Right. 
All right. The pectin comes in. It comes in a package, y'all. Kind of like you would find a dip mix or uh, something like that. And it's only, only, as I said, half an ounce. Okay. And we're going to bring all all of that to a nice boil. And once we get it up to a boil, we're going to add in the sugar. Yep. All seven cups of it. Seven cups. Then we're going to bring that back to a boil. Then we get to start the fun process. Oh. Jimmy, try to uh, put everything into the different jars. Yeah, canning it. Uh-huh. Which, I've got a couple ideas on how to do this. Everybody, you just have to do your... If you have a big canning funnel, ooh, that'll work out excellent. Which, you know, I used to have one of those, but I don't know where it is now. All right, it's just getting that up to heat. Mm-hmm. It won't take it too long to start coming up. Now, you could, of course, put these in bigger jars. You know, if you wanted to use one-pint jars, that's cool. Um, the grocery store I was at, they had the half-pint, so that worked out well for me. You can even put it in just Tupperware if you're going to eat it immediately. But canning it, you know, when we go through the canning pr- process, by putting the, we're going to, after this all comes up to a boil, then we're going to start adding it to our jars. When we add it to the jars, well, you want to make sure you wipe off the outside rim of that jar. Every place that lid is going to seat and seal, you want to make sure that's clean. So you definitely want to wipe that off. Then you put your lids on and close the lids snug, but not all the wood, not super tight. You know, not as tight as they'll go, but almost within about a quarter turn. That'll hold them down pretty good. Then you put them in that hot boiling water, a bath of hot water, and let them boil for about 10 minutes. And it just creates a vacuum seal for your jelly. All right. Here we go. We are boiling now. Let me get our sugar added in here. Seven come eleven. Maybe quite a bit, a little bit of sugar. Quite a bit of sugar. Quite a bit of sugar. You can understand how come the hot doesn't overwhelm the sweet, because there's a lot of sweet here. Well, thank you, Cheryl. Oh. Are you taking that as a personal compliment? <laughs> well, when said sweet, what else is sweet in here besides me? Oh, that is so true. I, I don't know what I was thinking. I don't either. Man, I appreciate that compliment. Anytime. Okay. Now, with this much sugar, y'all, it might be a good idea to have it pre-measured. Two. Three. Okay, there's four. Let me get these stirred up here. Yeah. I don't want to overwhelm it. I'm just kind of stirring really quickly in a circle. And I'm kind of going from about 12 o'clock straight down, y'all, around past nine. And when I get to six, I flip it back up to the center. And as you stir this, you can definitely start feeling the sugar dissolving. Mm -hmm. You can even hear it because it will sound kind of like you're stirring sand. You'll hear the granules. Oh, okay. Yep. That makes sense. Yep. You know, and then as it starts to, of course, melt or blend in, whatever terminology you want to use. Okay. There's one. There's two. Three. The final sugar. Let's see, two and a half. (laughs) We're almost there. 
you may as well just go ahead and when you do this, buy you a bag of sugar at the store too, because it's going to use it all. Wow. Okay, now we've got a lot of sugar mixed in. We're going to want to let this um, come to a boil again. And I'm kind of just still just taking the spoon and going around the outside of the of the pot, trying to scrape off any sugar that might still be stuck to the side. Now what I'm doing, I'm going around the side, y'all, and I'm going straight down, top to bottom, just moving one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. All ten of those reps were probably from about eight o'clock around to six o'clock, you know, in about a little two-hour time window there. So okay. I was scraping the heck out of the sides of the pot just to make sure all the stuff stays down in there. Okay. Mmm, that's going to be really good, Cheryl. Oh, What I yeah. just tasted off of the spoon. It's got an excellent strawberry flavor, mm -hmm. nice and sweet, mm -hmm. followed by, oh, an excellent little jalapeno bite. So, again, y'all, what I did on mine, I made mine with, um, I think we ended up using about 10 jalapenos, 9 jalapenos, about 3 jalapenos per half a cup. Again, the recipe calls for one cup, I put in a cup and a half. Two of the jalapenos, all I did was cut and seed them. All the others, I scraped the membranes and uh, took care of all of them. Now, the bath of water, I saved that from earlier when I sterilized the jars. So I've still got that sitting here. That's good, because we're going to need that again. Yes. And I'm going to show you another little trick we're going to use when we go to put these in. We're going to do a couple on the air, and then we'll take a little break, and I'll finish filling the rest of them up while we're at break. Mm -hmm. So that it's just a process, a timing process, a timing process. Notice how the people in the front row are like, you know, like, I'm sure I'm getting a jar type attitude. <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> We're not yet to a boil, Cheryl, okay. but we're pretty close. I'm just stirring. The consistency is very smooth. Mm -hmm. So that's good. So maybe all the sugar has dissolved. Yeah, so this will be more of a jelly. Now, if you wanted to make more of a jam, I mean, you might even be able to just chop up some more hunks of strawberry and just put in there, you know, mm -hmm. so you've got bigger pieces of fruit in there as well. Right, right. Or just crush them. Don't use the dicer on all of them, just some of them, and then the others just kind of crush. Mm-hmm. That's where I think frozen strawberries would come in pretty good, you know? Right. Because they're usually not whole. They're usually in pieces and everything else. All right. It's looking good. Let me get a little station set up across the aisle here from us. I'm getting out a uh, tempered glass cutting board. These are great. I think this one has grapes or an apple or something on them. They've got some crazy designs on them, you know, from Blind Mice Mart. But one thing that's really cool about them, Cheryl, is that the tempered glass makes great little trivets. You know, you have something coming out of the oven, a cookie sheet or a casserole or a lasagna. Pull that tempered glass dude out and just throw it on there. I mean, that's the only time I use it. I don't use it for a cutting board, but I keep it stored down underneath the counter. It's as big as a cookie sheet. It's about 12 by 15. It's, it's nice. Perfect for this. You have something hot you need to set on your countertop. Right. And in this case, since we're going to be... Gooping and gooping. 
I like that terminology. Scooping and gooping. All right. It's, it's very technical. I like it. What was he doing? He was scooping and gooping, baby. <laughs> What's he do? He's a scooper. He is. Woohoo. Yeah. All right. Here is our um, ladle. Let's get us a jar. Now, again, when I tested this before, it was three ladles. Would have just about filled the jar up. There's one, two. I'm going to do about two and a half because we don't want to go all the way to the top. Yeah. There we go. About two and a half. I'm going to set that one off to the side. Reach in here and get another jar. Now, what I'm doing, y'all, I've got the ladle. I'm putting the jar and the ladle right over the top of the pot. I'm holding the jar. There's two ladles. Let me get a little bit more here. And as I was telling Cheryl, I, I measured this before. Just kind of lightly tap it. To know about how many ladles it took, you know, to make one. Mm -hmm. To fill up one jar. Now, again, let's do this again. I'm holding the jar at about a 45 degree angle, Cheryl. To where, well, maybe more than that. It may be almost, I'll be almost all the way over to 90 degree. And I'm kind of nestling it up to the edge of the, of the ladle. So part of the ladle is actually fitting into the mouth of the jar. Then I hold those two constant. I, I keep the ladle position the same, and I keep the jar position the same. And then as it starts to fill, I kind of start lift, tilting the jar and the ladle back towards me. And then when I get the jar almost to about, oh, just almost straight up and down, then I take the ladle and go ahead and just turn it so that whatever is left in it, you know, will just kind of flip right down inside the jar. I hope that made sense. Uh, yeah. Okay, now I've got a paper towel. And I'm wiping off the top of the jar. And why do you have to do that, Dale? You want to wipe it off. You want to keep it clean because it's actually going to be, it's where bacteria can start. Uh, okay. If this is sealed up, because you're going to be basically creating a vacuum seal. Mm-hmm. And if there's any, any food particles or anything in there, and again, the reason I'm using a paper towel is I wipe off each part of the jar. I just, I kind of move, I use a different part of the paper towel, like a different corner, and then I'm going to use the middle, because it's not going to do you any good to wipe the jar off with a dirty paper towel. Ah, uh, okay, yeah. Now, those two that I've done, let me reach in here and get a ring. You want to try to touch all this from the outside. There's another ring. Okay. I'll find another insert. There's a ring. Okay, there's another lid. I'm putting the top on it, putting the ring on it. And we're just tightening, spinning it down. And as right when it feels snug, stop. You don't want to over tighten it. Mm -hmm. Okay, this one I still need to wipe off. Get another paper towel here. Okay. Now, when I'm doing this, I'm holding the jar at the bottom below the ring. And again, I'm just wiping off. I've got my thumb with paper towel on top running around the rim. Just like that. And I just keep, keep going all the way around until we get it all nice and clean. Okay. So there's three of them done, y'all. We're going to take a little break. I'll finish filling the rest of these five jars up. 
You did what? Ha! Very good. Look at that. Somebody brought bread, man. I like it. <laughs> good, good, good. Oh, we need some butter. Find us a cow. Get us some milk. Make <laughs> us some butter. All right. We'll be right back. Cooking in the dark. Now with more of the show, here's Cheryl Cummings and Dale Campbell. Welcome back to more Cooking in the Dark, our strawberry jalapeno jam preserve. Jamboree! Extravaganza! <laughs> All righty. Man, I am liking this, Cheryl. What do you think of that little taste you just got? I think it's it's awesome. As, as we were saying, I mean, it's just like, it's so amazing how simple it turned out to be. I yeah. Yeah. I don't know about you, but I've always been intimidated by the prospect of uh, making jam. It always it it always seemed like such a complicated process. Why is that? I think they taught. I think they, my grandma and mom and aunts, and I think they wanted it that way. <laughs> they want you to think it's hard, you know. Right. Right. Now I must say I was reading through my mom's recipes, you know. Mm-hmm. And one of them was for cashew chicken, which was my favorite. Especially when she made it. And man, that was, I know she loved me then because that was a hell of a recipe to make, you know. Wow. It was pretty involved, but pretty simple. But the time-consuming part of it, y'all, was just frying up the chicken. Mm-hmm. You know, because it was so many pieces of um, chicken. You know, this little chicken breast, like nugget size, that right. you had to fry up. Right. But then the oyster sauce is what just set it off, man. That is delicious Delicious. Okay, we got our last two wiped down. I'm finding the last two pieces here. I think this was a success because all the lids were done and all the jars were done and none were broken, which is really awesome. Yeah. Okay, so now here's what I'm looking at, y'all. I've got eight jars sitting here, and I've got a big old pot of boiling water. So here's what I'm going to do. I'm going to take my colander again. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to put these, just start setting the jars in there. And this way I can just lower the colander into the pot. I don't have to put all eight of these jars in individually. Right. When I go to take them out, I can take them out all at the same time. I, I'm, I love this uh, colander idea. It's so... <clears throat> It's nice, it's simple, it's safe. Oh, <laughs> no. Yeah, because, I mean, if you don't, unless you have a waterproof mitt. Yeah. Or, you know, the again, these, these little, there are um, kits, panning kits. Mm-hmm. All right, make sure we're all in there good. Okay. That have a little hook thing that you can reach down and grab your jars out and all that, but. One thing about that, man, it's nice if you can see them. There you go. Well, we got a little too much water in there. Let me set that there. These jars full don't 
require as much water as they did when they were empty. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. So now, here we go. Now, one thing you got to do is you got to make sure the water is at least an inch over the top. Ooh, yeah, we're over the top. Get our stuff boiling here. And we are good to go. Now, after these boil for 10 minutes, we're going to need to take them out and set them off to the side and let them cool overnight. You just want to set them off on a cooling rack off to the side somewhere where they can cool. Then once they cool, the next, what you want to do before you store them is you want to make sure the lids are tight. You know, just kind of pop the top of the lid and make sure it's sealed down and you should be good to go. Good to go. So why don't we take a quick break here, Cheryl, while our jelly is bubbling. And uh, we'll be right back on the other side of cooking in Now, more of the show with your host, Dale Campbell and Cheryl Cummings. All right, y'all, we're back. Strawberry jalapeno jelly. We've got done boiling our jars for about 10 minutes. Remember, we put them in the pot to boil, and we brought the water up. You want the water to be about an inch over the top of the jars. And when I put them in, I put them all inside this colander, and then I put the colander in the bath of water. So now I'm just going to lift it out. As I lift it up, I'm letting the water drain out of it. Now that the water's almost drained all the way, I'm just going to move this real quickly into the sink and set it down in the sink so that we can continue to let it just kind of cool. Now the jars need to cool themselves for what overnight, right Cheryl? Yep, overnight. Okay. So here's what I'm going to do for that. I'm going to get a um, a pan here. I was going to grab a cookie sheet, and I thought, no, let me grab, <clears throat> I'm getting a glass uh, 9 by 13 cake pan. Set that here. Now's when if you've got some of those cool things called kitchen grips, this is an excellent opportunity to use those. Because we're going to be reaching in and grabbing these dudes, these little jars. I can guarantee you they're hotter than the jalapenos ever thought about being. Okay, now I'm going to make sure, get them out, kind of having to reach in underneath here, and there we go, they were kind of packed in there pretty tight, so now that we've got a couple loose, the rest now they're coming out pretty easily, I'm just reaching in, I've got my kitchen grip mitts on, I can actually, when I reach in y'all, I can actually feel the jar, I know exactly where I'm picking it up. I can feel the rim. 
I can of the you know the little lid on it. Mm -hmm. And these grips mitts are just out of sight. And when okay. you place them in the the cake pan, you want to leave a little room between them. Yeah, you want to leave a little bit of breathing space there. Mm -hmm. Let me put two there, one there, one there. So you want to have they they need to have a little cooling room. Being that we only did eight jars, we're not going to have any problem there. Right. You want to push down on the lids to make sure they seal down. The centers. Some of them I heard popping, but you want to make sure. Now let me get. Um, I'm going to get my grips pads here. One of those hot pads. Mm -hmm. so I'm going to hold each jar. Because again, we didn't put the lids on all, I mean, you put them on almost all the way tight and snug. But I want to make sure. But I think it might be okay to just leave them so they can cool. And then tomorrow, when when they're really cool, just do that sort of pressure test and then seal them firmly. Okay. Yeah. So we're going to set these dudes off to cool. If you're in the audience, sorry. Next week's audience will get to take these home. <laughs> <laughs> no, we'll hook you up. We've got some already made in the back. La, 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 la. I'm going to set these off to the side. Cheryl, while I'm doing this, why don't you read that recipe? Will do. And then after she's done, I'll come in and tell you the little alterations we made in it. And I think we are good to go. All right, so here you go. Four cups crushed strawberries, one cup minced jalapeno peppers, one-fourth cup of lemon juice, half an ounce of powdered fruit Pectin, seven cups of white sugar, and then eight half pint canning jars and lids. So there you go. That's that's that's, that's the basic recipe. And then again, we uh, boiled the jars before we started so that they were sanitized. Put them off to the side, and we made our did our uh, mixed up our we diced up our strawberries. Put those in a food processor along with our. Now I used a cup and a half of jalapenos. In a cup and a half, it used about three jalapenos per half cup is about what it, what it came out to be. And these peanuts were about as long as my finger, my forefinger. So they were about three and a half inches long or so. But um, seven of them, we pretty much cleaned the membranes out, the seeds, all of that. Two of them I left, I cleaned the seeds out, but I just let them, I, I did not do the membranes. Because I wanted to have just a little bit of spice at the back end of them. So you put all your, uh, your your fruit in to the food processor. I just hit it for a couple of tink-tink real quick times just to chew it up a little bit. Not so much to where you make a soup out of it, but just enough where you chew it up just a tad because you still want some bigger pieces of fruit if possible. Put it in. I use a four-quart saucepan or a four-quart pot, however you want to describe it. Put your fruit in. As it's coming up to heat, up to a boil on high heat is where you want it. As it's coming up, you want to put in your uh, fruit preservative. The pectin is what this recipe called for, but again, we found something, same stuff, but a different name at the grocery store. Put that in, a quarter cup of lemon juice, and then as it, when it starts to boil, you want to start adding your sugar. You need to add seven cups of sugar. When your sugar is added and dissolved and stirred all up, you want to let it boil for another minute. And then you start putting it in the jars. 
Once you get it in the jars, make sure you wipe the, the, the lips and the brim off, put the lid on them securely, and then you put the jars in a bath of hot boiling water for 10 minutes. Pull them out, let them cool, and then you want to store them. You need to cool them overnight, but then you need to store them in a cool, dark place. And there you go. The jalapeno strawberry jelly, man, or strawberry jelly jalapeno something or other. It's all good. <laughs> it's very delicious. You will love it. And uh, if I don't have any of this come October, which I'm sure there won't be, I'll have to make another batch, maybe. Ooh, yeah. See what happens. Maybe peach jalapeno or maybe just jalapeno. Ooh, oh, oh. All right, y'all. That was it. I'm Dale Campbell. She's Cheryl Cumming. Pick some fruits, eat some vegetables, make it all happen. We'll see y'all next week. Cooking in the Dark is a presentation of Blind Mice Mega Mall at www.blindmicemegamall.com. Cooking in the Dark was produced by THC Productions. Again.